Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. Welcome to Daily Walk. It is Monday, July 16. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I am Japheth de Oliveira. Japheth, pray for us for Monday, for the week, yeah. please. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you again for a fresh day. I want to thank you, Lord, for the ability for us just to pause a moment just to you in the chaos of everything that could be today. May we be able to just listen to your voice. May we be able to read this word and hear your spirit speak to us and uh, give us new insight. May the call that Paul has written down here be a call of recreation in our own lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we have Romans 5, 1 through 11, New Living Translation, and we have a subtitle, Faith Brings Joy. Therefore, since we've been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us, because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his Son while we were still his enemies, we can certainly be saved through the life of his Son. So now we rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. I have an argument to make with this. Oh, quickly, yeah, I know yeah, you yeah. have a question, but um, he says here that most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, but we might be willing to die for a really, for a really especially good person. Uh-huh. And I would maintain that none of us would die for anybody other than someone that, that we deeply loved, whether or not that person was, you know, upright or whatever. Yeah, whatever that. I don't think That's that good. has anything to do with I it. I like that. Like, would I die for Mother Teresa? going to make me sound like a jerk, but the answer is no. <laughs> no. Would right. I die for one of my children? Answer is yes, whether or not they are objectively as good. Yeah. In any way, they, you know, but what, it wouldn't matter. But what because is I love them, I don't know her. Yeah. So I think... But what is Paul's what is Paul musing and his point inside here? Oh, it's hard to say. It's oh, it's... Um, <laughs> well, he's trying to say that um, that... God is different from we. Yeah, he is. And I think we, that's kind of like, well, yeah, he's God, so. I, well, verse six, verse 6 says, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came just the right time, which is pretty fantastic. First of all, it's that there's this whole concept that Christ comes in the fullness of time. So he's alluding to the fact that there is, there is a specificity, there is intentionality behind Christ arriving this time. 
and he dies for sinners. And then in verse 7 he says, now most people would not be willing to die for an upright person. He's basically, said, he's trying to, he's like talking to himself right now saying, hey, you know, you think about it, not everybody's going to die it's for really an ordinary person. It's really amazing that he died for but, yeah. but somebody kind of okay would be good, but God says uh, he dies for everyone. That's all he's saying. Well, again, I would say that the point that Paul is missing is the love. It's not a matter of how good or not good somebody is. Obviously, God died for us because of that great love. Yes. Which I just said that I would die for somebody that I loved. I think most of us would do that. Yes. But Paul, again, he's always trying to make it, oh, it doesn't matter whether you're righteous or not righteous and blah, 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 except that then he still thinks in those terms because he still thinks in terms of whether you're saved whether someone dies for you or not, in terms of maybe how he's worthy saying the you same are. thing that you're saying. I don't know I'm because not sure that because he is. because doesn't he say? For we know. I mean, verse five doesn't say for we know how dearly God loves us. Oh, I think he he is that, but he can't help himself from somehow in making his point of thinking about it in terms of goodness. That's his his framework oh, for the way that yeah, he thinks. Yeah, and that's the world that things. they lived in, right? I, I guess yeah. so. I just thought that's it was good. That's good. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, question for today then, what needs to change at the core level for deep level peace to exist in your life with God? What needs to change at the core level for deep level peace to exist in your life uh, with God? That has the word level a lot of times. Yes, it does. A core level and a deep level. Yeah, um, we should probably enter some kind of elevator. Yeah. For deep level peace, for me to have peace with God. Well, yeah, and what needs to change? Is peace at, at, with God at, different than just peace? Yeah. How? I think that I think it has to be. I think that peace. I think peace with God is this reconciliation thing that Paul's talking about at the end here. So now we can rejoice that we have a new relationship with God, because our Lord Jesus Christ made us friends with God. He's talking about that you can be at peace with God. You can be, at, you know, in sync with God, and you can be, at, you know, together with somebody, a friend, a friendship. But he's saying we are against God right now. And God says, "I'm actually, I'm bringing you home, and I am making, I'm making things right with you guys. And there, once that's done, that's actually the core level stuff. So the problem is that we don't want to make that happen naturally. Why do we not want to make that happen? A broken nature. Well, I mean, how, what's the evidence you have for the fact that people don't want that to happen? Everybody sins. Oh, so yeah. this, so." In order to have this deep level peace, it would mean not sinning anymore. No, for us to not no. What, what, what no. does it mean? Like, what what is deep level peace? Deep level peace, I think, means accepting that we need God. And you don't think most of us do that? No, I don't think so. I think we struggle with that idea, and I think that we struggle huh. with the idea of exploring God. I think we we spend a lot of time musing about how to reject God. Why God's not real. I don't think people spend a lot of time <laughs> musing about how to reject God. Yeah. I, I think, I that think most that people probably don't ever think about that that's at all. How, that's how we That's how they're God. doing it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's deep. <laughs> I don't... In some ways, okay, I question kind of the idea of searching for peace. Um, you know, I, I get peace, peace of mind, you know, peace in yourself, uh-huh. you're centered, that you have confidence in in the fact that God is working things through. I think all those things are valuable. But I sometimes think that this thing that people aim for is more disengagement than oh, it is peace. Like, hmm. And I'm you not like, sure that I think like that's super through, worthwhile. Floating through well, space. Well, I was going to say one way to have peace is just to switch off 
your yeah. engagement with anything that you find upsetting yeah. or anything that, you know, kind of um, That's forces the... you into a situation of internal conflict. And that means really shutting yourself off from life. And I don't see that you can do that as a person. And I don't think you should do that as a Christian. And I understand yeah. that that's not what you mean. But I think that often when people are looking for peace, that is what they do. You know, people lock themselves in monasteries and places like that to get away from the world. Because it's easier to be spiritual and to be, um, I guess, peaceful and centered when you don't have to deal with stuff. Yes. So, I, I mean, my first reaction, what would I need to have peace, would be for the whole world to be different, for there to be so far fewer things that I need to worry about and be upset about on a daily basis. But given that those things are not going to just erase themselves, the only option I would have for peace would be to just shut off and stop paying attention. Yeah, and I think I think that's the temptation is to run away from or to or to uh, try to find ways to escape. And in fact, I mean, the idea of escaping is attractive to many people uh, because we use we use mountains and movies and and art and all sorts of things and to say we're going to escape from reality because we need to be able to recharge right some other way because life is just overwhelming. Mm. And and I guess what Paul is trying to say here is that, look, you look at your life, God justifies you, he makes you right, he calls you right, and because he calls you right, you are a new character, a new person. Let him actually now work inside you at the, at the core level and kind of like change that. And and I think that there is something we can we can enjoy in that journey with God. And okay, the fact that you keep using this phrase, the core level, are you yeah. implying that some people seem to <laughs> seem to have peace or have yeah. kind of surface level peace, but it really is oh, I, I a think, false veneer kind of thing? Is that yeah? I, oh, I like that. <clears throat> is that what you're getting? There's at? actually a really great book in my uh, in my office called Veneer. Well, um, do they think they have peace, or are they merely projecting it to other people? Hmm. Like when you have this false level of peace, do you are you fooling yourself, or are you merely? trying to look like you're all zen to those around you. What, what's that about? I think that uh, false peace looks it cracks really easily under pressure. Well, then that, yeah, I yeah. suppose so. Right, and then that, uh, that real peace, when you, are, when, you're recon- when you are reconciled with God, you can deal with some of the things that are thrown your way in life differently. And I guess that's part of the resiliency, resiliency of being in a relationship with God, that pulls you through the difficult things. And and Paul talks about that and we'll we'll draw that out even more. So because endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. So it's good. It's good. Well look, our time is up for today. So think about this, my friends, today. What needs to change at the core level for deep level peace to exist in your life with God? What is it in your life that needs to shift, maybe? for you to be able to find this deep level peace with God that he is trying to draw you into. Look after each other, uh, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.